Our scripture for this morning comes from the book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. What then are we to say? Should we continue in sin in order that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin go on living in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be destroyed and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For whoever has died is freed from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. The word of God for us this morning. Thanks be to God. I want to begin by thanking everybody for their thoughts and prayers as my family and I have continued to recover from COVID. I also know that today is Father's Day, so I want to wish all the fathers out there a very happy Father's Day. I know that everyone doesn't have a good father and that fathers are not perfect, but today is a day in which we celebrate the fathers that are doing it right and you know, trying their best despite all the challenges and the situations that might come their way. So today I just want to celebrate all the fathers that are living with their kids 24-7 during quarantine periods and the fathers that are helping fix meals and put kids to bed and the fathers that are helping keep up the house and fixing all of those things that we said we were going to fix when we had some time. So happy Father's Day to you all. Growing up, I have to admit that I wasn't the perfect kid. I know, surprise, surprise. My dad was a pastor, and being a PK was never really my idea. I guess it never is anybody's idea. You're born a preacher's kid. And being born a preacher's kid comes with, with some baggage, because you know that you're going to get a lot of unwanted attention. Everybody's looking at you and you need to be on your best behavior all the time. Well, you see, that doesn't always work out too well for PKs because we will often have friends who can't wait to see you get in trouble. Uh, you know, the kind of friends that dare you to do things you're not supposed to do. So one New Year's Eve, some of you have heard the story before. Uh, we were having a watch service, which means we welcome the new year at the church. And at the end of the service, everybody forms a big circle in, around the pews in the sanctuary to say a prayer and welcome the new year. So everybody was in the church 
getting ready to welcome the new year and me and a friend were outside in the parking lot and my friend dared me to start a bonfire. So we went behind the church and found some leftover wood from some of the construction on the new Sunday school rooms. And we took it to the front of the church um, near the entrance of the parking lot and we stacked it up high. And when I talk about high, I'm talking about the wood was probably three or four feet off the ground. And then we started to light it on fire. And of course, this was treated wood, so it wasn't catching very fast. But once it caught fire, it really caught fire. That fire started shooting up in the air. And that's the first time that it hit us that we had put our bonfire underneath a tree. And you guessed it, the green leaves on the tree started catching on fire and producing really thick white smoke. The kind of smoke that you can't even see through. Luckily, the wind was blowing away from the church and, and we were just staring at all in awe at our creation and our bonfire right there. When all of a sudden, about five minutes till midnight, the wind shifted. It began to blow into the church and away from the street. That white smoke that used to be rising up and flowing away was now blowing straight through the front door of the church and through the windows as people were inside the building. Uh, we saw Usher scrambling to close the windows and I saw my mom dashing out the front door, grab me by the hand and bring me back inside the church. Uh, she made me part of that huge circle around the sanctuary right near the door. And across the way at the front in the sanctuary, I could see my dad. I don't have to tell you that if looks could kill, I would be dead and not here to tell you the story. My dad prayed because it was midnight now. And we welcomed the new year. And as soon as he said, Amen, everybody went running for the doors. Because the smoke had filled the sanctuary. It was really embarrassing. After the service, I knew that I was dead. I mean, my dad was going to kill me. And it was then that I learned about grace. You see, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up. There are times in which we're going to do things that we're going to regret. And it is at those times that it pays to have a good father that is able to show you forgiveness, mercy, and grace. Oh, don't get me wrong. My dad was mad at me for a while. It was a realization that I had really ruined New Year's Eve and that I had really made it uh, a difficult night for him and my family and everybody there. In fact, when I visited Puerto Rico in the last mission trip, there were still people in the church that remembered that fateful night and could, could retell it uh, in living detail. But my father forgave me. I mean, it did took a, took a while for him to be able to talk about it and to be able to laugh with me about it. And I remember that when he finally was able to talk about it, all he could say is, what were you thinking? You know, when we make mistakes, we, we're not thinking. We're doing things and, and we're, you know, we're not really considering all the consequences. Now, even though my father is a forgiving man, 
and I know that me and my sisters put him through a lot over the years. The fact that he was a forgiving and gracious man was never a reason or an excuse for us to continue to mess up or to seek to mess up worse. In his letter to the Romans, Paul is telling us the same thing about being Christians. We are blessed, you and I are blessed, to have a Heavenly Father that is so loving and so forgiving and so gracious to us. We are so blessed to have an awesome Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross to forgive all of our mistakes, all of our sins. But that doesn't mean that we should go on sinning. That doesn't mean that we should seek to make it worse. Quite the contrary. The way Paul explains it is this. If we have been baptized in Christ Jesus, then we have been baptized into his death, so that as he was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. I know that's a lot of theological language there, so I want to break it down for you. What is he saying here? He's basically saying that if you and I have accepted Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior and been baptized, then we have been baptized into the whole experience of who Jesus is. We have been baptized into Jesus' life. We have been baptized into Jesus' death. And we have been baptized into Jesus' resurrection. And I want to explain how we're baptized into each one of those. We were baptized into the life of Jesus. Think about it. We follow Jesus' example. We study his life to learn how to live ours. We seek to be more like Jesus every day. And we want to, we want our lives to reflect the life of Jesus and the way he lived and the way he showed love and mercy towards others. So this is the way in which we are baptized into his life. And then he says we are baptized into his death. When we come to Jesus, we commit ourselves to take things to the cross. To put to death the things in us that are sinful. The things in us that don't belong in the kingdom of God. The racism, the attitudes, the unforgiveness. All of the things of the old self need to die on the cross so that the new self may live on. And finally, we are baptized into the resurrection of Jesus. As we let go of the old self, we are born again into a new self, a self that is not defined by the failures of our past, but covered in the righteousness of Christ. It's just beautiful to know that you and I are baptized into the life, into the death, and into the resurrection of Jesus. So you see, Paul says, if you have been baptized into the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, if Jesus has died and been raised to give you grace and forgiveness, don't waste it. Don't treat this grace and this forgiveness as cheap or common. It is truly a precious thing to know that we are covered by the grace and the righteousness of Christ, that we are forgiven of our sins through the blood that He shed on that cross for you 
and for me. I said earlier that my father was a forgiving man and he really was because we messed up a lot growing up. But this doesn't mean that I should go on giving him reasons to forgive me. Instead, I need to learn to appreciate the forgiveness and the grace that he gave me. Because when I learned to begin to appreciate it, then it led me to want to seek to make fewer mistakes. It led me to want to be a better son and a better person and a better individual and a better Christian and a better brother and a better friend. You know, I really didn't learn to appreciate my father's forgiveness fully until I was really grown, as they say. It wasn't until I was an adult and and I had to deal with my own children and learn to forgive them and learn to have grace with them that I realized just how much I had put him through over the years. Let me tell you, teenage years are tough and rough. If you have teenagers, my prayers are with you. One thing that forgiveness and grace does for us is that it allows us to not live as slaves of our past. It helps us to be the masters of our future. It helps us to look forward instead of always looking back. Today I want to tell you that you have a Heavenly Father that loves you, that forgives you, and that wants to invite you to live your life as a member of the household of God. And yes, that means that there will be a lot of attention on you. People will always be looking at you to see if you fall or you fail. But remember that your Heavenly Father has invited you into this new life, but He has promised to go into it with you. He does not want you to beat yourself up over the past. He wants to point you to your brighter future and let you know that He's going to walk into that future with you. Paul wanted us as Christians not to take the fact that God will forgive us as an excuse to mess up. I mean, think about it. I could have said, well, my dad didn't kill me after I nearly burned down the church parking lot. So I guess I can keep up messing up. I mean, it's okay to mess up then. No, that's not what, what I learned from that. Instead, he says, I, we, we need to learn to have a different attitude. When we mess up, wow, dad did not kill me after I messed up so terribly and almost burned down the church parking lot. I want to do better. I want to honor him and thank him for being so gracious and letting me live. I want to be able to live my life in such a way that he can be proud of me. As Christians, we refuse to let sin and the mistakes of the past enslave and control us. We have put those to death on the cross with Jesus. And in doing so, we have basically said those things are gone, they are forgiven, and they are in the past. And just as death had no dominion over Jesus, these things no longer have dominion over us. Because just as Jesus paid the price for the sins of the world on the cross, He died once and for all, carrying your mistakes 
and my mistakes to that cross so that when he was raised from the dead, those sins would be completely forgotten and washed away. I want to tell you that 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 Heavenly Father is here for you today, right now. If you are carrying any burden for any sin, I declare forgiveness for you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare you free from your past to walk in the newness of life that Jesus is calling you to live in. The scripture tells us that after Jesus was raised again, he lives with God the Father, that he will never die again, that he has defeated death. And in doing so, he has defeated our death, the penalty of our sin, the wage of our sin, which is death, has been forgiven in Jesus Christ. In the closing statement by Paul in this section, he says that when it comes to sin, we should consider ourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. And I thought about that and I thought, when you're dead, you're dead. You don't do anything else. But when you're alive... You have to be moving and doing. You have to nurture yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have to go places. And when we live for Jesus Christ, then we really have to be alive to God in every possible sense of the word. Our lives need to reflect the life of Jesus. We need to continue to put to death the old self that wants to remind us of our past. And we need to continue to proclaim the life that we have in Jesus Christ promised to us because of his resurrection. Today, as I close, I just want to wish you again a very happy Father's Day. I, I hope that everybody's staying healthy, that you're taking care of your families, and that soon, very soon, we will be able to gather again to worship together. The Health and Wellness Task Force of the Church is continuing to work on plans to reopen the church, and we will let you know as soon as it is safe and we can reassume public worship. So, until then, continue to look for us online, continue to share these videos, and continue to keep the faith as you live for Christ in these circumstances. God bless you and have a great day.